You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. These visions, as you call them. What do you see? I see a tower. The man in black. And the gunslinger. They're just dreams. They're not real, Jake. It's you. You're a gunslinger, right? There are no gunslingers. Not anymore. You let that tower fall, billions of people die. You clawing your way out of the darkness. Did you tell the kid whoever walks with you dies by my hand? I will kill him for both of us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Studies. I am Sean Taylor. With me today is Mean Mark. Let me tell you a little bit about myself, Sean. I do not aim with my hand. He who aims with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. I do not shoot with my hand. Okay, all right, all right. He who all shoots right. with his hand. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't take that. Another, <laughs> I can't take it a fourth time in fucking three hours. <laughs> fucking Christ. Took long enough to say when it was in the fucking movie. Uh, yeah, and then to repeat it again and again. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so this week uh, we again skipped uh, the emoji movie. We uh, avoided that disaster. Apparently, have you heard about this movie? I've heard about this movie. Saw some trailers, but holy cow! I had no, yeah. I've heard it's it's gone the way of Sausage Party. Yeah, I, I'm hearing it's universally panned. Like everybody I listen, uh, I've heard talk about it. Um, they say one of two things. One, it's awful. And two, uh, eh, the kids liked it. Really? Okay, well, I'm not surprised. Which I guess is kind of the point, but... Yeah. Ugh. But anyway, no, this week we saw the Stephen King uh, adaptation, The Dark Tower, uh, with uh, Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey, the two uh, big names in the movie anyway. Yeah. Um, spoiler, spoiler free. What'd you think? It was okay. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, it, it's, um, a tight, what, how long was that? Like, it didn't feel that very, that long, eh? Like it's about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like a tight 90. Um, I was just trying to look that up real quick, but, uh, 95, they, they packed so much. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Hour 35 minutes. Um, yeah, but they, uh, they tell a good quaint story. It, it really doesn't seem to mess around too much. Um, you know, it's action, reprieve, action, reprieve, action, finish kind of deal, right? So, yeah, I, I I was okay with it. I mean, it didn't go on so long that I started to hate it, and it wasn't so short that I was like, what the hell was that? Okay. Yeah, I, that's really the pretty much all the compliment I'm going to give it, though, because it's like, <laughs> I, I mean, it was, it was good. It wasn't great. Like, it was just, I don't know, there was some good stuff in there, Um, like the gunslinging once they get down to it, there's really one good action scene, but I mean, it's something akin to, uh, uh, there's, um, equilibrium. If you want to see that, that's a movie. If you want to see that type of stuff, which does it more and maybe even better, but, okay. uh, yeah. And, uh, but you know, so it was good, but there's nothing great here that I saw. It was just good. It was a good entertaining movie, you know, middle of the road kind of deal. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Um, I, I kind of thought as I was leaving the theater today, because I also played golf this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only played nine because we got kind of caught in the rain. 
Um, and last week I kind of fell asleep in the middle of the movie. Yes. Uh, this is the week that I should have fallen asleep in the middle of the movie because there's nothing in this movie. <laughs> there's, uh, I, I, it's, it's just blah all the way through. And the, and the thing is for me is they don't, like this to me was like, uh, if you watch, if you've never seen Star Wars before, but you start with episode three. Where there's a lot going on. But you don't understand. But you really don't understand anything about it. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that when we get into spoilers. But I, I know this is sort of a truncated version of the book. Uh, and apparently the books were written uh, quite a while ago. Uh, back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, I, I think it's... I think this should have been like a TV miniseries, if that's the case. Oh, like The Stand. Kind of like The Stand, or maybe It, or, uh, you know, even Langoliers was two parts. Uh, yeah, and this sounds like a better story than Langoliers, put it that way. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I guess. I don't know, because there's a lot in this movie that isn't explained very well. They don't really do a lot of world building. No, there's no stakes. They mentioned uh, a whole well, end of the world kind of stakes, but I okay, mean... but okay, and we'll get to that in a minute. But um, the powers are ill-defined and ill, uh, like poorly done, and we'll get to that as well. I'll explain that. Um, I mean, uh, Idris Elba does okay. Matthew McConaughey is this is a paycheck for him. You can kind of tell. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This is so he doesn't have to do another Cadillac commercial. Yeah, exactly. Um, the kid, I don't think, was too great. As I mean, kid actor, you know, as kid actors go, I'm, I'm actually was was good with him. Yeah, he wasn't bad, but I mean, he didn't stand out anything. Especially if he's going to be the main character, I kind of expected more. You know, <laughs> I guess for me, he stands out in his not badness because <laughs> well, he stood out. He stood kid out to me are... with his Justin Bieber haircut. That's what he stood out to me. <laughs> well, I mean, as far as kid actor actors go, and I mean, you know. And that's nothing against kid actors. They're kids. Yeah. This is all new to them. They're still learning, figuring out who they are. Now they have to pretend to be somebody else. So that's hard to do. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not shying away from that. But as uh, you know, if you go in your range of kid actors, I mean, we've I've seen worse. You know. I I just felt that everyone was bored in this movie. Except and, for the kid. Ex- well, yeah, yeah, no, even with the kid. Um, and I, I and I think there was a lot left on the cutting room floor. I, I think there was a lot that was cut out that maybe explained the world better. Well, that's too bad then, because maybe though, if those parts were that were, do that job, then beefing it up to like a buck forty-five or two hours yeah. might have might have actually served the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Like there's... If, if it's good stuff, you know. There's something missing in this movie, uh, I I think, and I don't know what it is. I, I don't think I, I can pinpoint it just like right now, but there's I've got, something missing in it. I'll tell you something that was missing for me, and I'm I'm, I'm gonna. Shall we get into spoiler territory? Sure. Because I want yeah. to get specific with this point. What was missing for me? Well, I understand the villain's plot in this was he wants to take down the tower in order to be able to let demons. Everywhere, yeah. that's what I saw. But yeah, well, that, he well that, that that's the point of the whole movie. So 
the entire universe is based around this dark tower. Um, yeah. And so all of the different worlds re- uh, live in sort of this circle around the tower. Yeah. And what happens in one world echoes in another. And then you have Idris Alba, who is a gunslinger, who is like the last, he's like the, he's like the last MIB agent. Uh, he's the last samurai. He's, yeah, he's the last that's, samurai. The, gun, the gunslingers in this definitely kind of a sam- samurai analog, I think. Yeah, found. exactly. Um, and he's, he wants to go up against the man in black, who is Matthew McConaughey. Who is the devil? Ish. He's a sorcerer anyway. He does magic. But he's mortal. Um, he's more like a dark wizard. Yeah, he's more like a dark wizard. It's kind of appropriate this being fantasy month for, or is it? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Um, <laughs> Good point. But the thing with me is, is he wants so, the, but the wizard wants to destroy the dark tower. He wants to bring will, the barriers down. Yeah, which. Uh, yeah, because outside of the the all the all these worlds, the Dark Tower provides a force field against all things evil. That's yeah, yeah. Again, it's not clearly defined. So if they break the down to the Dark Tower, evil can come in and basically Armageddon and darkness and fire for everybody. So here's here's the part that I I wasn't crazy about. It's okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yes. You get your demons coming in from the sky. That's one thing. But when you ha- set up your villain to be nigh omnipotent, or or not, you know, um, and you also give him portals already, he can go wherever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So how is it that a guy that can do such magic in the uh, what they call the command words magic, where you just okay. speak, you speak what you want, and then it happens basically, it happens, yeah. right? Especially when it t- comes to people. This guy has an army. He can build another one by just walking through downtown New York and speak commanding people to obey him. Yep. Because earthlings are vulnerable to his magic. Why the hell does he need to destroy the Dark Tower when he could just walk onto Earth, build an army, and take it over with a fire and brimstone? Yeah. Like what, what's, the, what's the gain for him? in destroying everything where where's his up and i don't he's he's the conqueror that doesn't need to conquer he's the guy who wants to obliterate everything without having a motivation to do so and i think that's what's missing motivation that yeah and that's exactly what was my problem like okay so if he destroys the dark tower evil comes in but why what's yeah what's his gain why why does he want to do this because in my mind this would destroy his world and all the others, so he's and got. And no all the others, so yeah. why then does he want to do this? Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Is he the devil? Is he just evil? Um, is he something to do with? The, did someone piss him off? Did you know? Did God piss him off? Does God even exist in this universe? You know, yeah, like what, yeah. What like? Uh, and I think that's what's really missing out of this. Uh, maybe it says in the book. I don't know. I haven't read it. Well, um, we are we are studying the film, and the film doesn't give us the villain's motivation, and exactly. ergo, and ergo, the the whole plot and the stakes are are weakened by it. Yeah, and like we get little dropped things here and there. Um, and Drisalba says, you know, oh, he killed. There was, I guess, there was this great war with all the the gunslingers versus this guy, um, and the gunslingers lost. And I'm like, well, that sounds like a more interesting movie. 
Yeah. And Where's why, that movie? Yeah, and, and why is his gun, I guess, or laser beam that he's trying to destroy the Dark Tower with, why... Like it says at the very beginning, there's a dark tower and blah, 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 and the mind of a child is strong enough to bring it down. So he's looking for children to bring it down. But why why children? Yeah, what is it about children that... Is it yeah. the innocence? Is it the... Like, yeah, what's the quality of a child? Is it that they're not burdened by adulthood? Where, where, where's that? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm filling in now for the movie where the movie should have filled in for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at the same time, they, they drop this line where... His guns are forged from the metal that used to be Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, so for the third movie this summer, Excalibur's a real thing? <laughs> we had King Arthur and then Transformers and now this where they all say Excalibur is real. Okay. Um, but and- it's, it's just a dropped line. I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, what is that? That doesn't mean anything. No. Excalibur wasn't a gun. Yeah, how does it make the bullets magic? It doesn't. Yeah, well, it, and it doesn't. He and goes to so- a pawn shop, and like it's not like the 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 bullets are imbued with the magic of the gun. They don't yeah. say that anyway. No, I wish they would. Maybe if they said something like that, like every bullet that enters comes out differently. Yeah, it starts as an ordinary bullet, comes out as a magic bullet. Okay, well, at least you've said something to address that. Because you're well, right. It's, well, they it's, don't even do that, though, because they put a lot of focus in the no, visuals they, to saying that he's listening and concentrating and everything else, and that him firing the gun is what makes the magic. Yeah. So the the whole point that his guns are formed from Excalibur really doesn't matter? No, because the bullets aren't magic. Yeah. Well, okay, but but the guns aren't magic. Well, so okay. That's my no, point. Like The guns aren't magic The either. guns, well, if they are, they're not doing anything. Well, exactly. Yeah. Once he stops a blade with them, well, so what? You can do that with a regular gun, the way he did it. Yeah. You could take two of these, long, these Western long barrels and just put them in an axe and it'll stop a knife. Like that's, yeah. There's nothing special about the guns. Why, why bring it up? And my other, my other question was, who are these no-faces? And why are yeah, they, they wearing masks? They're, they, don't, they don't ever explain that. There, well, there's one where it hints at it. There's a guy with a rat face. And okay. McConaughey, it's early on, it's very early on, I almost missed it, but McConaughey dismisses this guy and says, go get a face, you're in my presence, you're in my house. So basically these okay. rat these rat face people go get human type skin and get it put on, their, as wear it as a mask. Okay, to, but To why? look human. Okay, but who are they? No, Where no, you're they right. Where do they come from? You're, uh, yeah, you're right, they absolutely don't give us that. Why McConaughey doesn't like looking at him? Why can't they be just rat-faced people from that planet? Why can't that just be a yeah. race that's there? Why do they have to then all, all of a sudden pretend to be human? Uh, yeah, and you're right. There's a ton of unanswered questions. Yeah, like uh, if there's so many worlds that are depending on this dark tower, how come we only ever see two? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's we so see, much more. Like the, Keystone Earth, Yeah. for whatever reason, Keystone Earth, and Midworld. Yeah, which is where the dark tower is. Yeah, yeah. Where's the other worlds? What do they? How do they factor into this? Do they yeah. factor into this? Are, are you know what? What's life like on those? Like you've you've opened so many doors, and we don't get to go through them. It's too bad. Like it's yeah. You know, well, how many? How many thing. are there? Because at the beginning of the movie, we see how this sort of laser thing works, and it's sort of a 
uh, the sort of this, I don't know how you call it, but sort of this, uh, this little building and sort of, and then, but there's huts of people living around and kids are barracks. playing outside barracks. Yeah. And kids are playing outside and all of a sudden the alarm goes off and they take a certain number of children and they all walk into the thing and they get put into the thing and the fire, the laser off. Now we don't know if the kids don't survive. Yeah. Um, um, because, or, or even if that matters, um, we don't know. Yeah, we now, never see these children again. Yeah, we never see them again. But we don't know if they are if they're dead or they're like or whatever happens. And why was there? Why did there need to be an adult in the middle? Oh, was there? Yeah, there was an adult in the middle. That I thought there was, was the just... adult woman. Oh, my, uh, my guess is that she was kind of the conduit for the energies. Okay. I think. Sure. <laughs> I think. Sure. I could um, I, I could be wrong, but but then but then at the same time though, it like those Okay, and here's another thing is during that scene because this is this eventually be uh, is a vision that uh the kid Jacob sees. Right? In his dream before the earthquake wake, wakes him up in the beginning. Yeah. So and on the back of the, you can see in the very clearly in the back, nineteen nineteen, and that's where he gets the number nineteen nineteen. Yeah, right. So okay, so and then we, when he finally gets to the portal, you learn that that's how you decide what portal to go to. Yeah, coordinates. Right, there are coordinates. So nineteen dash nineteen, but he puts in nineteen nineteen, and he doesn't go there. He goes into the middle of the desert. Oh, no, no. 1919, it's the planet's number. Wait. No. No, 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 no. no, no. no you're right. When you're right. in no. the village, that was 1408. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, well, shouldn't that, shouldn't that have taken him right to... Um, the village, yeah. Right to the villains, right to Walter's place, and yeah, the lead villain's name is Walter. I, I mean, minor, minor nitpick, but Walter. Come on. I mean, he's not Walter White. I mean, that's about the only villain I could, you know, actually see well, as get, Walter. Give us an otherworldly name, Steve. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on, uh, you're you're one of the most acclaimed writers in the world. I would have taken Chet. Uh, Jerry? Yeah, like uh, Kyle, even. Like Kyle. Walter? Like Keith. <laughs> yeah. Keith, yeah. <laughs> no, I just... I don't know. There was just a lot lacking in this movie. There's, there, Yeah, there seems to be like there's... <laughs> at All at once, there's, um, there's almost this perfect balance of imagination and unimaginativeness. Yes, I agree. Thoughts and concepts started, but not completed. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, if uh, to quote actually a, a good friend of mine, uh, I don't want to have to do homework to understand this movie. <laughs> yeah, this is clearly a case of you need to read the books before seeing it. Yeah. And yeah. I honestly think if you read the books, you probably don't need to see this. 
Yeah, this I'm going to guess would probably, but uh, I don't know, but by the book reader standards, yeah, uh, a really poor adaptation because it's of what's not there. Uh, I'm hoping that's the case, but if this is basically the story, I've got I don't know why they wouldn't have made it into a movie. Like, what's so good about this that it had to be seen? Yeah, well, this apparently is a beloved series. You oh, know. it's just, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, and, and like I spent most of my time looking for uh, Stephen King Easter eggs. Oh yeah, and I found tons of them. Um, oh, you did. There was, oh yeah, in the village, there's a there's a set of uh, three balloons off to the side when they're panning in. Okay, I'm like that's from it. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean the whole fact that he has the shining. Oh my God, the shining! How do you mean? the shine though? They kept calling yeah, it the they, shine. They, yeah, they call it the shine. Right, right, but, I mean, but it's, it's the, the shining. shining. It is the shining. He can, he can, he can uh, telepathically communicate. Right. Yeah. And well, I guess that's all the shining was. So is that a consistent thing? Every time he has a kid, uh, like a person with mutant powers, it's uh, they well, call it the shine. Or version well, I don't, I don't know if they call it the shine, but there's usually somebody in there with some kind of psychic powers. That's a that's a Stephen King trope. Oh sure. Well, yeah, Carrie was. Uh, yeah, Carrie was, was telekinesis. Yeah, you have the blind girl in Langoliers. Oh yes, she had uh, telepathy as well. Yeah, you and, the one guy who could talk to the trucks in Maximum Carnage. Or maximum right. overdrive. Maximum sorry. overdrive. Yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, the kid from the Relangaliers also. I believe she was a. Uh, she could uh, see the future, right? She was a. Well, she could see what she, everyone else was seeing. She 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 had visions. Yeah. Yeah, she had visions too. Yeah. Despite being blind, because oh, we're so avant garde, and that's the thing with this movie is, it didn't really play to me like, like th- this could have been. Kind of like a never-ending story or, or Lord of the Rings. It could have been a great fantasy epic. Almost a labyrinth, too. Yeah, or a labyrinth, to right? Invoke, right, yeah. Um, but it really just came off as pretentious to me. It's like, oh, no, we have to go over here because we have to go see a seer. And, oh, they call me this, and you're having visions, and you know this and that. And it's like, well, like, could you explain some of it for me, please? Like, I'm coming in fresh here. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't get it. I, 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 I just, I just didn't get it. I guess that was my problem. And to add to that, then you have a villain that's so overpowered. I, I went with a friend of the show, Big Mac, and like ten minutes as soon as McConaughey was there and he started doing his stuff, he he just said to me, he just said out loud. I don't even think it was to me. I think it was to the entire audience in our theater, in our. Sparsely attended theater. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just goes, "Well, that's not a fair fight." <laughs> <laughs> he, he just said it, and, and you've you've talked to Big Mac before. He doesn't. He's not exactly the quietest guy. So he, no, I, so I know he doesn't pull pull his punches. Either. He doesn't pull his punches. Yeah. So the the people in the fro- rows in front of us just got a good old comment right there. It's like, "Well, that's not a fair fight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him for saying it. I don't blame him for no, saying I it. No, absolutely not. I absolutely McConaughey could agree do not, it can do everything in this movie. It's insane. Yeah, and and like you said, all he had to do was, was say something to somebody. There was the command magic, yep. and that's the weird thing is when you take a look at when he's talking to um, the gunslinger and his father. Yeah, and he tells the father, "Don't breathe or stop breathing." Yeah, and the father takes 
good two, three minutes to die. Like he's actually choking. He's trying to breathe. And blah, it's blah, like blah. he's fighting it. Right. But then when he tells the evil stepdad, who which is also a Stephen King trope, uh. you get this dickhead stepdad, and I know you love that, um, he tells him to stop breathing, and dude dies automatically. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just that drops can... to the floor. And he wasn't even that much of a dick. He was frustrated, oh, sure. Yeah, no, he was a dick. Uh, there, was wor- there was worse. There was Buddy's father from Langoliers, that guy. Oh, sure. Oh, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Who was a right arse, but, you know. Th- yeah. And, but, um, but, yeah, but, yes, of course, sets up the evil dad. Dad's got to die. Yeah. Any any other Stephen King tropes? Um... Or or uh, or shoutouts to other. Well, there was also a lot of uh, Matrix stuff. I thought, like, like even the gunfighting, like the gunfighting. Yeah, you're right. The action is the action is good. Yeah. Um, but the whole time I was like, I've seen this before. <laughs> I've seen this a lot before. I've seen like the slow motion Matrix. Yeah. Um, right down to the whole grab an explosive canister and shoot it. Like, how many times have you seen that in a movie? Uh, you know? Watch most of Stallone's oeuvre. And yeah, you'll... there you go. Yeah, Stallone and Schwarzenegger. And Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've got that one in space. They've been there, done that. You know, and... The, the, the one thing I, I did uh, appreciate, and I'm, I'm going to pick just one thing that really made it for me that here was where the cool factor was. Okay. Um, which I think I've seen before, but it's not all the time. It's instead of the spray and pray... Uh, uh, the gunslinger had what I call an off-the-chain friend or foe indicator. Because okay. he had, there was a whole crowd of people, not all of them were combatants, but he was in the blink of an eye able to just pick at just the armed people. You know those tests in the police academies they've seen where the, the little thing pops up and it's it's like a guy carrying a gun or like a mom holding a baby, and if they shoot the mom holding the baby, they fail the test because they kill an innocent? Yeah, it's Hogan's Alley. Hogan's Alley. This guy would have. <laughs> yeah. This guy would have finished the game with a perfect score. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's the whole point about him being a gunslinger. Right? Being him, he's just that damn good. But that I, I did appreciate that as a fan of action movies. I thought that was okay. That's a little thing they brought was he was able to in a crowd of people only the armed people bang 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 bang, bang done. Yeah, and the speed reloading that was their hook, right? That was the you know uh, just the. Uh, turn the the thing uh, really quickly and just load the bullet. Bang, 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 bang. Like load up six bullets in in no time. Yeah. And he's back to shooting. That's the just the little things I appreciated, but that's really all they were able to bring to this gunfight. Pretty much, yeah. And that was really the only cool factor in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're few and far between, to be very honest. Absolutely, yeah. Um, he doesn't and, do a and, whole lot of that. But mixed in with all of that is the fact that he's constantly saying that he's not a gunslinger. It's like no, we died out, and then everyone's saying no, he's not, he's not a true gunslinger. He turned on his thing, but then he goes five minutes, five seconds later, and fucking proves that he's a gunslinger. And why, why, why was he in denial? Why wasn't he just the last gunslinger? Why, you know, what I mean, like I well, get he, he was. was. I no, I know, but why couldn't he have just accepted that? Why, why did he have to have this thing where, like, basically, my dad died and I couldn't and I didn't save him or get his or get revenge? Yeah, well, so I mean, it sounded like a better story. Okay, but if you have a guy who who denies being a gunslinger, now this is a classic action movie trope too. It's the sword master who doesn't have a sword anymore. It, you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. like and who has to who has to opt to pick up the sword again and become what he was again. Right. This guy carries a gun the whole, whole time and says he's not a gunslinger. Why? Yeah. Why 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 didn't he 
why isn't there a scene where he goes into a shop and he sells his guns because he's done with that life? Yeah. Why is he looking to kill Matthew McConaughey if he gave up the profession? Yeah. No, I agree. Like, it's either a revenge yeah. tale or it's, I can't do this shit anymore. And he, yeah. they try and get away with both. And you can't do that. We, we caught you speeding there, Steve. You can't give us the, the guy who lays it all up and is out of the life and also is still in the life. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I really didn't like the whole scene where they went to New York. And that was the weird thing. Kevin, um, so Matthew McConaughey is trying to track this kid down. Yeah. And he knows that he's with the gunslinger. And he knows that the gunslinger and the kid are on Midworld. Yet he spends so much time tracking them down in New York. Uh, this one I didn't mind because he goes for some information gathering, and that's kind okay. of a thing. Like, know your enemy, right? So, but, but he meets up with the two um, uh, asylum people, right? Because the kid, the kid's going through, and he's going to see psychiatrists and everything oh, else. Oh yeah, and yeah. The, the mother brings in this supposed special school that's going to help him out, and it turns out that they're no faces or whatever they're called. Yeah, they work for McConaughey. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Walter. <laughs> yeah, Walter. Yeah. So they, uh, like, they know he's trying to escape through the bathroom, and the parents don't go, "Hey, wait a minute! How the fuck did you know that?" Right? They uh, just go with it. Well, I bought that because this is what they do, right? Supposedly, these two people make their living but in they going were really and picking aggressive up to that door, though. Oh, they were, they were. But I they mean, were that like, was uh, yeah, that was over the line. I think you know what I mean. Oh, absolutely. Um. But yeah, so but but anyway, so he meets up with them uh, in the burger joint there, and he says, "Okay, here's all of the information on the kid. Why do you need to? Well, I guess I know why you need to talk to the parents so that you can send a message or whatever. But I, it, it seemed unnecessary to me. And, and on top of that is the whole uh, scene when the gunslinger comes to New York. There's a lot of fish out of water." Yeah, that's uh, that's to be expected. Yeah, but it's like, oh, what do you call this? And he hands him a can of pop. He's like, oh, sugar. Oh, do you have any more sugar? And he goes to the hospital and he hands him like a gold coin. Oh, this is for your services. Oh, isn't it so wacky? He doesn't know how copays work, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he doesn't like, have Obamacare. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, this is so funny. He has seven forms of hepatitis and radiation poisoning or whatever. And, and it's like, well... So they give him some antibiotics, and they give him some painkillers. Why they gave him painkillers, and then he after he walked out of the, like, did they give him the painkillers before he walked out of the out of the hospital? Yeah, I don't know. The kids seem to have a fistful of something. Yeah, I, I'm like, and he says in the hospital, "Okay, uh, let's go get my guns." What? <laughs> like you say that with a kid in tow, and you're like. Nobody stops him? Yeah, not even like a child protective services thing, maybe a yeah. policeman. Yeah. Uh, like And and so they and right before they go to the hospital, they put the guns in a plastic bag. And they, and put they them say in the- and and they say, "Well, you can't take the the guns into the hospital. Trust me, that's not a good thing." <laughs> um and then but they but the kid takes the bag and they walk towards the hospital door. 
Yeah, it doesn't like stash them in the garbage can. No, or nothing. And they yeah. were right at a garbage can. Yeah. So I'm like, well, but you just said you can't. But you just okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it, this is way off, way off as far as I don't know. I don't know. Well, and and here's the thing is that to appreciate the that stuff, I think we need to bit, need a bit more on how his world A works, B, like you get a sense of kind of how it works, but how did it get that way? Yeah. Uh, like so why does he have radiation sickness? Yeah. And yet That's he's the a line dropped and not picked up anywhere. And yet he's a fast healer. So is he a mutant with powers or Yeah, is he Logan? Is or is is are or are the are the gunslingers magic somehow? Like, well, why is he a faster healer than everybody else? Yeah, and he can also—he's the only one that can block Walter's magic. Yeah. Yeah. Is is okay. he? What do we? Yeah. Is it a mutation? Is that why? Like, and if if so, okay, let's play by those rules. Some people are different because of maybe they had they this war ended up being a nuclear war. Maybe they had a thriving civilization. Yeah. And it went to shit. I don't know. Like, yeah. was it, or was it always like this shitty and no one's been able to progress? Like, what, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And I don't know if you caught this, but when they said that, um, they're walking through Midworld and it's kind of like a, a post apocalyptic world. Is it? Well, I mean, that's what it looks like. It looks like, you know, the, it looks Mad Maxian. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it looks like, you know, what you'd see in those, um, Divergent movies type thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he happens to cross the ruins of a theme park. Oh, yes, the theme park. And there's a really odd exchange. He's like, oh, that looks like a theme park. He's like, oh, those are ancient ruins. I don't know what they're called. He's like, it's called a theme park. I'm like, did anyone proofread this? Like, Because that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It looks like a theme park. I don't know what they're called. It's called a theme park. What? <laughs> you know, like, and, and it was like, and I thought at that point, and this, uh, that um, maybe this midworld was the future of Earth. Oh. You know what I mean? Kind of in like a Planet of the Apes type thing. Huh. Like the Dark Tower gets destroyed, thus, this is what the world looks like, and the Dark Tower is rebuilt, I guess, or something. Like, a, it, it's the next version of the Matrix. You know what I mean? Hmm. And they're starting over. And then, like, he, uh, Idris Elba d- drops, uh, drops a line in the hospital. He says, oh, he's watching a commercial where the raccoons are talking. He says, oh, in your world, do the, do the animals still talk? And then he goes, what do you mean still talk? And then the doctor walks in, and it's never discussed again. Yeah. Like, no one would go back to that one after hearing that. Uh, yeah, like, uh, excuse me, no, no, Doc, just give me five minutes, he's going to explain what the fuck he just said. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there's so much that you kind of want to know about this world and, and mid-world. Yeah. I, I don't think it was uh, that the Dark Tower, is, like, it, it's not a center point in time. They say it's space, right? It's, like, basically between right. worlds. So, uh, we could be talking alternate dimension so it was earth but mm-hmm. this is like our earth but if say i don't know 
things didn't go well during the Cold War, and you know, U.S. Yeah. and the states. Yeah, had, maybe there was had, a nuclear had, war. Yeah. Yeah, and which would explain the radiation poisoning. That would explain it, or if 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 the Cuban Missile Crisis hadn't gone so well back in the sixties, and yeah. So now you have a guy, Idris Alba, born around that time, inherits powers because of mutated babies, and then he, sure. he doesn't know what a theme park is because he's never seen one because it's been, you know. Destroyed, yep. Yeah, that that would make sense, but they don't tell us. Yeah, like this is... Uh, and, <laughs> and it doesn't make sense because Walter's so damn powerful. What's the yeah. source of his power? That, that's what I mean. Like, it, that's why I thought he was the devil. Yeah. You know, like he kind of, uh, he's wearing, obviously, pants and shirt that is way too tight for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, um, I I suspected that the power came from, uh, hey, uh, when, uh, when I open my shirt like this, I can uh, I can just tell people what to do. And they, it's like, hey, it's Matthew McConaughey without a shirt, so they just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Like he walks by the kid eating an ice cream and says "hate," and the and kid the child, just turns. Yeah, yeah, the kid just turns back to his to to her mom with a, sort of a dirty look on her face. But then we don't see anything that happened after that. Like, <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, you know what that reminded me of. So, remember, in did you ever see Bruce Almighty? Yes. When Jim Carrey gets the powers and he starts kind of fucking around with them, and then realizes he has to do good. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of almost like that, but say if like McConaughey had just been given the powers of the devil for a day and he's just fucking around with them, like I'm gonna make you hate this and you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost turned into that kind of comedy where it's like it's play trying to be played for laughs, I guess. I was it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't I, find it funny. I didn't know, neither did I. It just it seems like that's something they were attempting to do was like, Oh ha ha, he can just tell this little kid to hate her mom. Yeah. And okay, if he was doing that to be a, such a villain, where's the where's this Daniel Ma scene where we pass by that you know that mom and daughter again, and all of a sudden the daughter's like, "I love you, mommy." After Walter's dead, let's pay that off just just for yeah. a half second. You're you're cruising around New York with that camera. Let's see that couple, you know, those two again, and and then they're hugging or whatever. Sorry, mommy, I was such a bitch or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And that's the one thing I caught, too. Uh, the guy's name is Jacob Chambers, right? Mm-hmm. So the initials JC, which is a very, very big movie trope. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's obviously the special one. Yeah. Imbibed with special powers. That's right. And he does make a sacrifice at the end of the movie. Oh, and of course we have right? his He's mo- tied to his cross in that chair, so. And- we, we we meet his mother, but we never meet his father, father his right. stepfather, the evil Joseph. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a strange yep. father because, God, every father in movies these days has to be killed off prior yep. to the story starting. And, of course, he was sacrificing himself, right? But we never yeah. really we never really meet him. We get that one vision, but that was the trick. Yeah. That was Which the... Le- which was weird too, because he has the vision, and then, then uh, the gunslinger fights off whatever the demon was that I assume was a demon. Yeah, in the tree. Um, in, in the tree. Well, no, no, no. Like he fights off the the, the vision demon. Oh right, right, then, right. Yeah. Then they're walking away, and he goes, "Oh wait, hang on, be quiet." And then there's just an action scene with a with some kind of not 
xenomorph. <laughs> yeah. That you can't really see because it's the dark of night. Yeah. So you just see gunshots going off and you hear, oh, blah, blah, stay away from the, you know, get the gun or whatever, run. And then it's just over. Nothing comes of it. Nothing yep. nothing goes out of it. So they, were just, I, they were just like, well, we have to have an action scene here somewhere. Yeah, and we, even though we just had one. Yeah. You know, with the vision demon. So I, I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot, I think, on the cutting room floor that probably would explain something. I just it, don't I just don't know if I can get motivated to watch a director's cut. I, I don't think I would, no. I'm just like, okay, uh this is one of those things where you had to read the book. Yeah, but and now I'm, I'm now this actually has, has kind of pushed me away from it. Yeah, and I'm just like I'm not willing to do that homework, sorry. Yeah. Knowing what I have left. Nah. I'll pass, thanks. Like, a, like, okay, you take a, a movie series like Lord of the Rings, which had to do a lot of footwork to uh, get through these tomes, right? Yeah. But, but at the end of it, though, if I hadn't read Lord of the Rings before, I would have wanted to. Yeah. After watching those movies, I would have been like, yeah, you know what? I will dive in and, and learn more. Like, I haven't read Lord of the Rings, but I know that there's stuff that's not in the movies that's in the book. Oh yeah, there's whole, right. So so but that just in in my mind they did such a good job converting the movies to the book. Or right. uh, sorry, vice versa. That it's like okay, well if this is what they decided to keep and what else did I miss by not reading the book, but at least I'm interested enough in what I saw that I would want to go to the books to kind of learn more. Same with Harry Potter. I think they did a good enough job converting the right. books to movies that I would if I hadn't been reading them, as it, you know, I would have wanted to. Right, but the thing is, if you only watch the movies, you're really not missing anything. No, no, but I mean, it, I mean, you're it, getting it, some extras, but and maybe some context and a few and a few things. Sure, but I mean, you're not, but you're not. It's not going to be so different that you go, oh, yeah, there, you know what I mean. There are a few subplots that they don't give time to in the movies, and that's fine because they're just subplots and they don't have to don't have to do with the main story. So that would just add extra flavor. But I know that having read them. All I'm saying yeah. is that the movies were well done well enough that I would want to read the books. This does not spurn me to do that. No. Just like those those YA movies that we love so much, like <laughs> The Maze Runner and all that. They're not spur yeah. they're not getting me interested in the in the content enough to want to learn more. No. You know. No. And, and I'm, I mean hey, I'm not target audience for those, but this I'm supposed to be. Are you? I don't know. I kind of got a YA feel out of this. Did you? Uh, I definitely got a Stephen King feel out of it. Uh, I, did, I, I, I didn't get a King vibe. I got a YA vibe. I, I kind of got a thing, like like I said, with all the references that I sort of picked up and um, uh, and connections that maybe I made on my own, I was just like, okay, Stephen King wrote a whole bunch of books, and then he made this epic, because I guess this is three books. Really? So he took, um, like, it seemed to me like he took different things from all of his books and then put it, okay, bam, one big fantasy epic. Right? Oh, then this if this is supposed to be three books long, there's no way they're getting this done, like, a, a half hour per book. If you can get it done in a half hour per book, that means the writing is f just full of 
garbage. Well, that's the thing is I don't think they're done because I don't I don't believe the mother's dead. Even though it looked like she was emulated and we saw her ashes? Well, all we saw was the burnt floor. Oh, you think she was transported somewhere? I think she was I think she he was led to believe that she, it is that she's dead. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm also not convinced that Walter's dead. You know what yeah, I mean? I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it seemed yeah, it seemed right. pretty easy because he like he does the cool thing and he shoots the bullet and then deflects the bullet. Um, while we're citing that fucking creed, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and I think the father probably has a bigger role to play in it. Oh, that he didn't. Honestly, die I do. Honestly, I do. Oh, wow. I, like. Like I said, I've never read the book, but I think that the the father either I don't maybe comes back or maybe there's the Uncle Ben type thing where he gets premonitions. Okay, the only way that this works for me in what they've set is that first is that if somehow, and again I have no idea, one of those other worlds is like there's one for like heaven. Yeah, and one for like a hell. So like good people end up in this kind of Avalon, you know, Valhalla type planet. Yeah. You know, and maybe there's a counterpoint to that, like a or 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 yeah. that's where the where you know the good, bad people go and become demons. So maybe mom and dad are now waiting for him on this. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't that, know. That's the only way to, uh, that that this movie can explain bringing him back. But you're right. I mean. McConaughey is so friggin' powerful in this that I, I would absolutely... I believe his resurrection before any of the, anyone else because he had too much juice. Yeah. And that's the thing. With, with the mother, we don't actually see her body. No body, no death. Yeah. Yeah. No that's body, a comic, no death, That's right? a comic book rule, though. This is Stephen King. I think uh, it's, a fan, it's, a fantasy, it's a fantasy thing, too. It's a fantasy movie thing, too. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I know. You know. I just want—I just want to think think better of him that he wouldn't play by those rules. It's Stephen King, man. Uh, now, here's the thing, though. You might have to read the book, and it's possible that he wrote it—that she's dead. But whoever, but the directors and the writers in the movie, like the visuals, whoever set up the visuals, yeah, that's true. May have just the way they shot that. We were supposed to see her ashes, as in it is absolutely done. They might have just filmed it incorrectly. I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. No, you're right. So yeah. we might be just throwing this around because of some bad cinematography. Yeah. Because I really couldn't see, like, when he had the vision, when he was looking at the smiley face on the wall, I really couldn't understand what he was seeing in the vision. Yeah. So I really didn't know what he was supposedly seeing. Although he says, oh, he killed her, he killed her. But... I mean, he's a kid. He may have misinterpreted it. I don't you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's... Like, we, we watch him burn people alive before, right? So there's no reason not yeah. to believe that he didn't do that to the mom, right? He does that to, like, some soldier in this flashback, and he just takes the guy by the face and just emulates him. Just <laughs> So yeah. then we see what looks to be ashes on the floor. I'm like, well, she's done, and that's okay. And then... I mean, it is kind of an interesting thing, so he doesn't get his happy, happy ending, but he does get, and this is kind of rare, the idea of like, hey, why don't you come on me, come with me, sorry, for more adventures? (laughs) 
I meant to say, come on some more adventures with me. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just went way south, especially considering it's a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, and, you know, there's nothing here for you. He gets kind of the Luke Skywalker leaving Tatooine exit. Thank you. That's exactly what I thought. When yeah, he landed yeah. on the there's... planet in the middle of the desert with two moons. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, well, his parents are still alive. And then it's like, oh, yeah, well, now he's Luke Skywalkering all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, he's Anakin Skywalker because his mom gets killed during the movie. Yeah, but he doesn't go evil, so yet. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but yet he could end up being the new Walter. Yeah, and they did leave it open for a sequel, too. Yeah. So and I like how he, he trained to use the guns and never used one. Uh, yeah, well, he gets captured right away. Right, so you're thinking, now, if it was me, and again, didn't read the book, if it's me, I actually would have the kid pick up the gun. Pick up a gun, yeah. Right? Like get out of the like have be powerful enough to get out of the chair. Pick up the gun, at least take the shot at Walter, and then Alba is ricochets the kid's bullet, and yeah. That's what does it, right? Like like you know because McConaughey does that bullet catching trick, but if you have Walter shoot and then Alba does the deflection off his bullet, now they've done it together. Yeah, and that training I, montage actually pays off. Thank you. The training montage pays off, and not only that pays off, but it pays off the fact that Idris Alba calls him gunslinger at the end. Yeah. Now, so, so I think now on that cutting room floor could very well be something like that. But maybe. I think I think the last minute decision was made. They want the kid to still be an innocent at the end of this movie. He yeah. did, he he did not murder anybody. He never did anything. Like that, they so they. I think they wanted to leave him the innocent, leave him pure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I really don't know. So um, do, you have the, do you have the box office receipts there? Yeah, Box Office Mojo has the. Uh, they sort of do an article every every Sunday night. Uh, it says the Dark Tower tops weekend, but it's the lowest weekend of 2017 summer. Um. This one doing uh, with about twenty mil- less than twenty million, um, and it's not up against anything big. <laughs> no, no, it's into like what Spider Man's fourth week, like no, third, third or fourth week. week. Yeah, Wonder Woman, um, I think, is still going, and like Emoji Movie. Well, Dunkirk, Dun- see, that's Dunkirk's still Dunkirk. going. Um, yeah, this weekend is uh, it's uh, Dark Tower at nineteen point five, Dunkirk at seventeen point six, and the Emoji Movie at twelve point three five. Um, it's summer vacation in North America, you know. You know, like yeah, and it's a long weekend here in Canada, so not that it matters because Canada doesn't factor into the domestic total. But no, uh, I mean, um, Halle Berry's new movie Kidnap came out. Uh, it's not making a blip. Yeah, that I think that one ended, could have ended up in the uh, the DVD bin there. Yeah, it's. Um, I feel bad for her. for some reason she can't draw anymore. She's made some really bad movies, unfortunately. I think Cat, Catwoman really hurt her. Catwoman hurt her. Now she's, she is in the new uh, Kingsman movie. What uh, what trailers did you see? Oh. Do you remember? Uh, Ready Player One. Oh, you got Ready Player One? And now we walked in halfway or towards the end of it, though. Oh. But that's fine. Um, See, I got I, I got Kingsman, the Golden Circle, which I've seen hundreds of times. Yes, I do like it though. It's set to my way. I think that's I yeah. like that. That's probably my favorite trailer because of the music. And uh, then I got two Miles Teller movies. 
Oh yeah, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Where he's like a he's like a depressed uh, uh, PTSD PTSD soldier. And then, and then, you then get I see the another one. one, the firefighter one. Thank you. Yeah, the uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, with Josh um, Brolin and. Yeah, and it's just him being a heroic fire- firefighter. I'm like, man, they are trying to get Miles Teller to be a fucking movie star yeah, nowadays, they, aren't they? Well, I think he's the new Shia. Ah, I, and, you, and you know what? Power to him. But, I mean, the only movies I've seen him in were the Divergent series and uh, Fant Stick. Right, and this is why I think he, he's his agent's picking better projects for him. Yeah, so I, I, I just can't buy it. But that's the thing is, I just, I just, I just can't get, I just can't get into them. I haven't seen Whiplash. I heard that's really, really good. I have heard that is good too. Well, JK, um, but, but I think the key for him is having these good co-stars too. Like Whiplash, you also apparently J.K. Simmons is, J.K. Simmons, is awesome. Well, in that. did he win the Academy Award for that? Yes, I think he did. Yeah. So and and also, so I'm actually, I would see the firefighter one. I think that looks good. But you have a really uh, strong lead in Josh Brolin too. It just looks really dramatic. It looks overly dramatic. It's yeah, it's I'm fine. Not, I'm, I'm I'm not big on those. No, oh, we must stop the fire. Oh, really? It's, it's Twister with fire. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I don't even think it looks that fun. <laughs> um, yeah, the, fun. but Re- Ready Player One. It's funny because we walked in part way through. Uh, again, friend of the show, Big Mac. He had never seen. Uh, any trailers for it had no idea what it is and i'm like i'll tell you later i'll tell you in the car on the way home so i kind of tried to tell him what i knew for ready player one and right. he's like didn't we already see this in tron kind of i'm like he kind and that's what that was my response i'm like well kind of but this is this is more pop culture is it, yeah yes yeah, pop culture 80s vr like it's yeah that one looks interesting um I'm looking forward to see how that one plays out. Uh, what's your final thoughts and ratings for... Um, Dark Tower? Dark Tower. You almost said Dunkirk, didn't you? I totally blanked on it, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> and and uh, you know what? I think that's a good way to summarize my thoughts, too. In fact, uh, you know, I saw this on the Friday. We're now on the Sunday. And a couple of times over the weekend, I had to be, stop myself and be like, wait, what are we reviewing again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, Dark Tower. Oh, yeah, that's a thing I saw. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. It, there's so many unanswered questions that I mean, if it gets a sequel, there, it's going to be another hour and a half of just exposition <laughs> to it's try now to, to now backfill all of this stuff that they've set up and it hasn't paid off or gets answered or you know. I kind of want to learn more about this world, but at the same time, if this is the way they're going to keep presenting things, I'm going to lose interest. Yeah. You know, I may go see a Dark Tower too if there's something, if the trailers look okay, if there's something that they're going to bring to the table that's going to help fill out this first movie. But I shouldn't have to wait for that. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm I'm kind of middle of the road. There's some stuff here I like, but I mean, not enough to get me pumped. And I didn't come out like I wasn't a ama- uh, I wasn't a Spider-Man Homecoming happy. I tell you that. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm giving it probably the lowest score I think I've given anything this. Uh, summer so far and just uh give it f- five uh well no you know what i'm going to do it a little bit differently this time. i'm giving it three bullets out of six in that six shooter of his okay there you go there yeah. you go yeah I, I i agree i think it's is it a time waster yeah it's not very long it's only about 95 minutes um 
it feels like 95 minutes, maybe yeah. a bit longer. It's yeah. a bit longer of a sit, but not but not by much. Um, the action is good. The acting is pretty good, but overall the story kind of sucks and we just, there's no interest. Um, there's no stakes. And I think you're just going to forget the movie in about a day and a half. Um, so for me, I, I'm going to go, uh, four creepy children's drawings out of 10. <laughs> oh, oh, there is one more thing that I What's forgot that? to mention. It's the end, uh, right? The height of the action sequence, Walter dies. Uh, Alba fires a bullet. First of all, they have a big machine that can be taken out by one tiny little... Oh, my God, yes. Okay. And then, and then, a big explosion for their little death, their mini Death Star machine. Yeah. So, uh, I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, I said out loud, um, uh... There was kids' barracks right next to that thing. Yeah. Those children are dead. Yeah. Or severely injured. Yeah. Thank you, our hero. Yeah. Like, we should have gotten, and sorry, I got to get back on this because this would be my last thing, but there, if, if the kid was just going to sit there and think stuff, why wasn't he using that to get the kids out? Where was the scene where he speaks to one of those other kids and says, run? Yeah. And get them use to the shine. get them use the shine to get them to revolt to overthrow their their keepers and flee. And then their keepers could get blown to bits by that building. But no, that we don't know that that barracks was empty. Those kids were murdered that day. Yeah. And there's no explanation as to how he was able to overpower the machine. Well, they they chopped that up to the shine, I guess. I guess um yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's a forgettable movie. I don't think it's going to register on anyone's end-of-the-year list. It's not going to register on mine, that's for sure. I'll tell you what, but by the time we do our Revisited for 2017, I'll be surprised if I remember seeing this movie. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I I'll agree. be looking through the website and be going, oh, shit, yeah, that's the thing I saw. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, wasn't that Digis Alba or... Wasn't that Channing Tatum? Oh, Matthew no. McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Uh, so what do we have coming up? Oh. Um, well, I know uh, we have uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. That's in two weeks, right? That's in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's the next one we had planned. Uh, we, the only uh, one next week is Annabelle Creation, and I'm not. I'm not on that one. Or yeah, to okay. see the nut job too, nutty by nature. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. How about no? Ooh. Can we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So stay tuned for Hitman's Bodyguard. Um, stay tuned uh, this week for our second week of, or is it Fantasy Month? As we take a look at, oh, what was the one? Oh. We take a look at the uh, classic fantasy movie, Aragon. Ah, yes. Um, Which, by the way, this had a kind of an Aragon feeling. I think it tried to. Yeah. I think it tried to, and I think it, it missed. Like, I think this was a whole lot of misses in this movie and a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so, okay, anyway, Mark, thanks for coming out. Always a pleasure. 
And I'm Sean Taylor, guys. We'll see you on the next Film Studies coming soon.